Uh, the card I loaded in just wouldn't load. That's why it took so long to start. But we're here now, and um, we're ready to do a show. It's a full show today. Uh, we're talking our normal stuff. But um, just so uh, in case you haven't heard, the official Joker goon hats are on sale now at radiers.com with every single penny, not just the profits. Every single penny. So everything I put into them and everything you guys put into them is going to Google's COVID-19 Disaster Relief Fund. Uh, and Google is matching $2 for every $1 donated. So we're really mm. getting the most bang out of our buck. Uh, so yeah, everything, profits, proceeds, uh, my share, uh, you got, whatever you guys put in is all going to that fund. So every hat sold. Uh, that's twenty bucks towards um, the the cause. And uh, good news: the black hats came in today. So uh, later today, the black goon hats will go on sale. Also, I uh, just have to make my staff make them for me. Because uh, wish I could be there for you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's some good news on the uh, on the goon hat front um yeah i was playing some uh, retro uh video game music there i'd keep you guys entertained while um while i was uh trying to figure out my recorder but yes uh, it's the least we can we can do i can't think of anything better like i don't need the money right now i made these hats on a whim because you guys were like i would love to have these hats and i wanted one so I was like, all right, we'll make these hats. And uh, what, what to do with the money? Why not give it to uh, those who need it? Uh, and this did is, Warner Brothers send you a cease and desist? They did not yet. <laughs> oh. Well, now, now they got no, now they got, now they look like assholes. Yeah, now they look you. like assholes if they try to stop me. Uh, You're like the Joker. You're just giving away money. Yeah. Um, okay, exotic hats. Oh man, Ugh, God! I sh- That's a guy that would uh, litigate. Yeah, talk about litigation. Well, I mean, if I, I think he's got a point there, uh, uh, we've got um, we've got the the Rattlorian and Baby Squeezer pins. Mm-hmm. We've got the uh, Mario and Luigi as me and you uh, pins. Maybe we need to make a uh, RK exotic, but what would you be? A tiger <laughs> that mm. was, that's about to bite my head off? Uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, Autumn's on board. She's saying you sh- we should do an RK as Joe Exotic and Squeezer as a baby tiger. That would be adorable. <laughs> that would be adorable. Our next pin set, our our next set that's coming through is already in the works. But I I could get the, our <laughs> artist right on this right away. I love the way you guys think. Uh, RK exotic and uh, squeezer squeezer as a tag. What else would you would you want to be? You're not you're not you're not gonna put me down once I stop being cute. <laughs> <are you? laughs> would you rather be a tiger 
or one of my toothless husbands? Oh, hmm. Or Car- Carol fucking Baskin. No, no, I'm not. I'm not ruthless enough to be Carol. <laughs> I could be a tiger, but not Carol. I'm too nice, yeah. too sweet. You are sweet boy. Yeah, that's a great idea. RK Exotic uh, has to come next. I, I'm r- really anxious to show you our next project that we have getting made. Uh, it's a, it's very in line with the whole Red Ears Goon Squad family. Um, it's going to be freaking great. You guys are going to love it. So that is coming uh, very soon, as soon as, as she's done drawing that up. We'll be ready, but uh, yes, yeah, so black goat Joker goon, black rad years goon hats are. That's how I'm selling them, Squeezer too. They doesn't say Joker, and then ah, uh, goon hats. Yeah, they're gotcha. goon hats. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Ferris, you wanna you wanna take a crack at it? We'll uh, love to spread the love and and. Uh, um, throw a little work your way uh we'll do me as joe exotic and squeezer as a tiger (laughs) (laughs) that would be hysterical uh hey i do eat expired walmart meat so (laughs) (laughs) it's a sell-by date it's not an expiration date right it's a sell-by date this is a yeah. fucking pizza with all these exotic meats on it. This is a fucking better than you get at the pizzeria <laughs> pizza. And the ne- next guy's like, yeah, that used the old uh, expired Walmart meat. <laughs> <laughs> a sweet, handsome tiger. Yes, he is. Yeah. Thank you. Um, all right. So uh, that's that's a cool project. That, I don't know. I can't wait to show you what we've got made. I'm like, I'm just so excited about it. It's going to it's it's kind of a joke Squeezer and I've been making for like ten years now, at least. Mm-hmm. So it's it's going to be funny. And uh, uh, I don't know if, if there's any news that's worth reporting out there. The world still sucks. Uh, everything everything still sucks. We're still stuck basically inside doing nothing. There's no sports, no new t- television. I don't know. There's there was that Saturday Night Live. I only watched the Turtles video. That was kind of. Eh. Okay, but I haven't watched. I don't know how a Saturday Night Live would look with everybody shooting it from their house. I guess I could check it out, but I really don't yeah, know. I guess it might be as funny as an Arrested Development, where everyone's in a separate set. Was not a fan of the fourth season. All right, I, I had a few people call on the last. I didn't few, even see the last one. A, a few people. Um, I I have oh that's awesome Ferris uh, yeah but you you're a freaking wonderful artist I think he does fantastic work um, yeah a lot of people ask have been asking me if we're still doing our podcast I'm like we've never like if, we haven't done it in the same room for like two years <laughs> yeah it, it, one year that last yeah, this is we were born for this yeah we've been a better setup now because I could take everything from my desk yeah we we but, were uh we've been yeah, once I, i'm gonna have to go shopping once this is all over because i gotta return everything <laughs> we've been broadcasting from home but that's just your work computer right i don't even use my work computer i use that for the shits the the board 
It's a hundred bucks. Oh, I have one that you could have. I have the same one. Remember, we talked about this. Oh yeah, yeah. I bought it for that that one time, <laughs> that one trip. We did. Ro- <laughs> if you listen to our road trip podcast, you could hear that board in action. We recorded a podcast. Yeah, drive through Connecticut while driving through Connecticut on the way to Utica, right? Yes. Uh, wait, no. Why would we drive through Connecticut to get to Utica? Then it was Springfield. Must have been Springfield. Must have been Springfield. Yeah. Yo, oh, the Utica one is we recorded two in the hotel room. Yeah. 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 Springfield, uh, we recorded on the way up. Yes. Springfield, Massachusetts, as some people say. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's there's not much going on in the world. I don't know news wise. It's just uh, president acting like a big baby. Governor's really not knowing what the hell to do, and uh, the world just waiting for this all to be over. Yeah. Nah. Uh, <laughs> did I just and... hear Connecticut? I wish we could get like a, a crowd, <laughs> a, a Kramer Seinfeld style crowd pop for that. <laughs> just popped in the row. Um. So, uh, I got some comments. People liked my uh, Trump exotic yesterday. I don't know if there's as much fans as the Han exotic or the Game Boy exotic, for that matter, but they did like Trump exotic. Those are my two favorite. (laughs) Uh, So, we did have some fun yesterday, and we'll have some more fun today. Now, we're talking about about things uh, we did when we were stuck inside as kids. So, whether it be you're sick... Whether it be uh, a storm, uh, like a snowstorm, or just a, a normal storm, uh, or you're just grounded, <laughs> the, these are the things that we did when we were stuck inside. Now you can add global pandemic to the list, right? Uh, well, unfortunately, growing up, we never had a, gl- a global pandemic yeah. to deal with. But kids won't be able to say that when uh, whoever the next generation of radiers podcasters when they're our age will be able to think oh this is what we did in 20 we're doing the year 2020 <laughs> nothing we have nothing you know how we do the years like 1989 and we talk about 10 things that we love from the year 2020 is going to have mm-hmm. nothing <laughs> <laughs> remember that no well that time we went to no well, there are those various concerts that people hosted on their cell phones from their house. Well, we have those. Yeah. Trump bucks are flowing. Oh, you can't get a trampoline. 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 For under a thousand bucks, man. <laughs> Trampolines were good for uh, for outdoor wrestling matches, for backyard wrestling matches. I don't know if now's the time that you want a trampoline, though, because I don't think you want to go to an emergency room at this time either. Oh, they so. make them th- now. Uh, not, these aren't the ones from 20, 25 years ago, Squeezer. Now they have, like, full... Just exposed springs. Yeah, exposed... Uh, mine, I've seen them. Mine was fully... There are, kids, kids find a way. Yeah, you're right. Life finds a way. Yeah, you still, you're still, <laughs> you still can blow out an ACL when <laughs> coming down while they're going up, so... That's true. 2020 goon hats. That's what we'll talk about in 20 years. Remember the goon hats? Or, yeah, because now everything has a net around it too. When when you get launched off, and the best case scenario is you land on the ground <laughs> and just knock the wind out of you. That's best case scenario. Yeah, that's what it used to be. Oh man, ah, uh, uh, 
my friend Tommy Macho Man me uh, while we were blacked out wasted onto the ground. Well, I, fa- he, I bounced off on the ground and then I got elbow dropped and I fractured mm-hmm. two ribs. Yeah. That was that, that, you guys shouldn't have had that thing. That was a bad idea. That was the infamous wedding of Derek, where your former boss was walking around with the the DV pro tape of the wedding I shot with two fractured ribs uh, around his neck, like uh, Billy Walsh and Entourage, when he was walking around with the film reel around his neck. Oh, back in the day. Um, yeah, we should not have had that. I bought it for fifty bucks from my friend's yard sale. <laughs> set it up in my dad's backyard and then in my backyard when we moved and you were there at the party when tommy was uh threw a lit tiki torch on the roof and then climbed up and caught it before it felt rolled off and then jumped with said tiki torch onto the tri- from the roof onto the trampoline that was a good time it was a good time it was cinco de mayo yeah we we're celebrating yeah we might not get to celebrate cinco oh, de mayo yeah, this year this Cinco de Mayo is going to suck. We're going to have to celebrate like uh, Independence Day, Cinco de Mayo, and St. Patrick's Day all in one giant super drinking holiday and Memorial Day. Mm. Get them all together. End of quarantine. Yeah, is it going to be like some holiday? Is there going to be a formal date one day down the road where we all uh, celebrate the just going outside? I think so. You just commemorate it by going to Target. Uh, yeah, you can still go to Target. Where can we go? The mall, I guess. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Where's the worst place to be right now? A ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese. Although, that's like a plague-infested hellhole to begin with even before all this <laughs> yeah right well uh, we don't want to bring back the actual plague with whatever that bacteria is <laughs> and, uh, so we'll stay away from Chuck E. cheese no uh, but well, that's uh, not a bad idea either what bring back the actual go plague. with the american gladiators course no oh. ferris why isn't someone playing the old american that's what we should watch Oh, I'm doing that on Friday. My pick is going to be... American Gladiators. I'm going to find an American Gladiators episode, and that's what we're watching Friday. That's a good idea, Ferris. You just put something there. That's going to be uh, a little shot of adrenaline after tomorrow's show. Yeah, tomorrow is the the Filmation Ghostbusters. Did you find one yet? Yeah. Yep. I'm about 10 minutes in, and I'm exhausted right now. (laughs) So we'll all go down this hellhole together. Yay. I think. <laughs> it, uh, it, it's no Brave Star. I'll tell you that. Mm. Brave Star so far was the best cartoon uh, we've watched. So I give you credit. Squeezer. Thank you. Thank you. It's a good show. Uh, all right. Definitely, so that, that could have come out now and be ahead of time. Yeah. And also like this, the whole ideas thing, like this show is yours. Don't make us do any of the work. Like if you guys have, stuff that you did your ideas call in and oh yeah if, if you want to call in the, the phone lines are open eric from texas says he's going to try and call in uh he is awesome. uh, he's on a drive from uh corpus christi so he said he might have time to call in um the number is 484-262-9645 we're going to start with squeezers first 
pick. I wish I had the board in front of me for these. That'd be a good idea. So many ways to Domino Rally. Plus Domino Dealer from Playtoy. Each set sold separately. Batteries not included. What the hell did you need batteries for to play right. dominoes? Oh, the, that was the uh, the the machine that like the crawler that set them up for you, so you didn't even have to build them anymore. What's the fun in that? So, I don't know. See, here's the thing: I had to pick a clip because I never, I was, I was spoiled, but I was not spoiled to have Domino Rally. We just had old school dominoes, and this is one of those things where you just kind of you play, like you were you were stuck inside, and you had I was spoiled, Brad. We talked about that in the last show, but. Like, you wouldn't play with the stuff that you had. You would, like, dig deep into, like, the back of the closet or the toy chest or just into your parents' shit and find ways to get creative with stuff or, like, go that old-school route, like, build card houses. But, like, one of them, like, my sister and I, we would just massive dominoes courses. Oh. And this was all domino yeah. rally? It wasn't, like, actual no. dominoes? No, 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 like actual Domino. No, we never oh. had Domino Rally. But they, oh. don't have, they don't really have commercials for Dominoes. I could have <laughs> gone with a Domino's commercial, but then you would have made fun of me. No, I would not, not have. Yeah, you would have. I would say, squeeze I expected you to. We're not doing a breakfast show. <laughs> not doing a breakfast nah. show. This is a, uh, what you, well, I mean, I what you did when of, you were had, stuck inside, have, Domino's might have worked. I for breakfast this morning. I was making a joke. I was making fun of you, and you missed it. Uh, no, I heard you. I was walking <laughs> over to protect myself. <laughs> uh, sorry. You're a sweet boy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, oh, how was that? I was always... That was, like, the coolest. The glow-in-the-dark ones were always the best. I just like the easy. It looked so easy. Like, you just kind of pop them up. But you still had, like, the little individual ones, right? Because you some, like, so you can, like, make a few turns or get a little like not everything was locked into a track right i don't I wait for the 30 second delay for ferris to get back to me no I, I, if you had if there was a device that laid them out they couldn't be on a track well there's some that were on the, there were some that were always on the track because they show you like Deek! like that's all it took and then there was the one the machine that like the crawler that laid it out like uh like pouring blacktop I want to pour some blacktop. There's nothing like this—the headache you get from the good taking a big whiff of blacktop being laid. Oh yes, yeah. I every Uh, every time I right down the street right now, they're cutting my street up for some reason. Now, why now? Not now than ever. Like now's the time to do this shit. Fill the potholes, fix the streets. There shouldn't be any traffic. Even though yesterday there was tons of fucking traffic. They're making more potholes actually right now. I think they're just going around just cutting holes in the road. Uh, digging potholes because we had a mild winter. Yeah. Need something to do. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, every time I think of Domino's, I think of the. There was an episode of uh, uh, Malcolm in the Middle. I think Dewey yeah. had chicken pox. Do you remember this one? 
I don't remember this one. And and uh, she brought him a uh, a big box of dominoes, like that she got from the neighbor. It was like a huge box. So Dewey just started setting them up all around the house. And Reese wanted to knock him over, and. The mom, which was a great character, was like, "If you knock them over, this is you, and and, and it's you're the one who's going to have to deal with it." Uh, and then the dad wanted to knock him over, but Reese was like, "Not today, old man." So Reese, because Reese would get blamed for it. Uh, so like, uh, hey, it was it was just a funny episode where the dad and and what would go out in the middle of the night to knock it over, and Reese was standing there with a baseball bat. <laughs> And um, then finally, uh, when he did knock them all over, uh, Hal missed it, and he was so upset about it. It was it was fun. I mean, I'm describing it poorly, but I believe <laughs> Malcolm in the Middle is still on Netflix. It's a hell of a watch. And I, I feel like, I don't know how you feel, Squeezer, but I, I, I'm really delving mm-hmm. into comfort shows during this. This uh, I know Mark Bernard said kind of the same thing, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of what I'm doing. Like, There's nothing like a warm blanket of like scrubs, a, because I started listening to Enchantress tipped me off to Best uh, Real Friends Fake Doctors podcast. It's it's Turk and JD doing a podcast watch along of Scrubs. It is fucking awesome if you haven't listened to it yet. So, uh, but before I even got to that show, I was rewatching episodes of Scrubs. Um, I don't I don't get to watch much of what I want to watch, but when I do, I, we've been we're watching a little bit of Thirty Rock now that it's on the. Uh, the Amazon, yeah, Thirty Rocks, a good one. Uh, uh, Parks and Rec, because Enchantress ne- has never seen it, so we start from the tip. Of, uh, she, she Parks got- and Rec is kind of we can have that on in the background for us because it's just clean enough that it's all right if like the kid walks in and sees it. It's it is not, actually like, really Rock, clean. I gotta, yeah, Thirty Rock. You never know what it's, Tracy yeah. Tracy Jordan's gonna do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know Scrubs is great. Scrubs is such a conference show for me. Um, it's just like that warm blanket that you just nuzzle into, and and uh, The Office yeah. too. Seinfeld's another one. Community's one. There's just so many good like shows. You just Simpsons too. Just just go back to. It just it just feel all warm and. I, I don't have it in me right now. Like the I I don't know if I could take a a medical like an emotional medical story right now. Uh, I know Scrubs is funny, but I, I, I'm. Have you never watched Scrubs? I'm ex- I'm exhausted. Yeah, oh, all the time. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm exhausted. Yeah, but it's funny. But they also have those very heart wrenching, uh, thoughtful, soul searching. I know. I love and, those. Insightful yeah. episodes, yeah. and they're great. I just, I not right now. I can't take them right now. Mm. Well, then, whatever I need to uh, turn my brain off, I fire up the old Nintendo Switch. And play Animal there Crossing. That's what I was doing. Was I had to check my turnip prices before we came on air. That's what I squeezer looked at me. I'm like, I got to check my turnip prices. Turn you got to play the stock market. Uh, you can get your hands on a Switch or you already have one. Go and buy Animal Crossing uh, New Horizons. It's really fun. A lot of fun. Um, all right. It's Domino's. Squeezer's first pick. We'll move on to my first pick. I've talked about this before, but fuck it. Delving in. Greatest hits. Here we go. Presenting the Fisher Price 3 in 1 tournament table. Breakfast is ready. One more ball, Mom. Where a simple game of pool is just the beginning. Time to lunch. Soon it explodes into an all out tournament with table tennis balls flying. Dinner's 
And a live hockey game so fast and furious. Good night, boys. There's no telling how long you'll play. One more time. The Fisher Price 3 in 1 tournament table. Table tennis, hockey pool. Batteries not included. Fisher Price 3 in 1 tournament table. I always wanted it. Uh, my mom didn't buy it for me. It was expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always wanted one. <laughs> uh, Autumn said they saw me log on. They're like, what is he doing? He's got a podcast in five minutes. I had to check my turnip prices. <laughs> they change afternoon. Um, and it, I bought for 106, guys, and they're only 143. I'm hoping to sell big, like 211 at least. Mm. Yeah, usually wait till the open's rolling before you go and log on to something. <laughs> That's how television works. Uh, so my neighbor had the three-in-one tournament table, and it was as well-built and as fun as it looks. He's got a pool table, yeah. ping-pong table, and glide hockey. It wasn't air hockey. There was no air blowing up. But mm-hmm. uh, so I, I had just a pool table that my mom bought that I had fun with. But when we were ever – it was like a snow. and It is a legit reason. And uh, there was like a storm, and we'd be stuck in his the basement. We'd be playing that fucking tournament table all night. And then – We'd start making up our own games on it. Um, I, I think we we tried playing some form of glide hockey with the pool balls, and it turned into us like whipping, like hiding behind the couch, whipping pool balls at each other at like a hundred miles an hour. And all you hear downstairs was like pool balls <laughs> smacking wood paneling on walls. Uh, See, so that's why wood paneling was so great back then. Drywall dense. Wood paneling, just nothing. It's just a good wood paneling. You throw a cue ball at that, you're fine. Yeah, <laughs> you the can. trick is though, and, don't hit the wall. Hit your friends. And these were weren't as big as. Uh, I still don't know what English is in pool, uh, but I used the shit out of the chalk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what English is in the English language. Uh, not really. Um, the table tennis was fun too, uh, but then that was we'd always lose the ball or break the ball because. Uh, uh, yes, there is. Uh, so the way that it's called the stock market, and oh I'm gonna I'm gonna explain it to everybody and sell sell a couple copies of uh, uh, Animal Crossing: New Horizons. So the way the stock S T A L K market works is. Uh, every Sunday from uh, 5 a.m. to noon, uh, the woman comes along and sells bushels of turnips. Uh, she has a price, and uh, whatever it is that day, you could either buy or not buy. Uh, if you buy, then you have the opportunity to resell them. Uh, the price varies. It, there's a price in the morning, and then there's a price after noon. But after 10, you can't sell anymore. And on Sundays, they don't buy turnips. So you can't go resell them that day. But after a week, they rot, so you can't sell them. You have to sell them at some point. During, so you either take a bath or you make money on them. It's actually, this game is a lot of fun. Yeah, you get that look like you don't play Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> no, I only got like I only got like a couple hours in last night. The other night I was on, we got like a good four or five hours and just riding around. Have you been getting any sleep? Yeah. Yeah? Actually, yeah. Oh. Surprisingly, yeah. That's new. Oh shit! I brought a. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Accidents happen. I didn't want you to be the only seltzer drinker, and I want to give a little shout out oh. to Wegman's ginger flavored sparkling water. Ooh. You, Mister Fancy Pants. 
Uh, Look at us drinking seltzer on a podcast. Drinking wow, we've really, seltzer. We've really hit that middle age peak, huh? We're just two guys drinking seltzer, talking about being kids. Two guy, bunch of guys chewing gum. That's really what the holidays are all about. <laughs> yeah, I always wanted the tournament table, but my friends had it. I didn't. I tried making my own using whatever I could find. I think I used golf balls and then like the shafts of golf clubs as like the pool cues. Uh, it didn't uh, didn't work. A little bit of the bubbly. It was fun trying to build it. Oh shit! Iraq's gonna shotgun a stop and shop black cherry seltzer. Ooh, oh, careful, that buddy. Good. I don't want you driving anywhere. Ginger ninja. Ah, uh, that's good stuff. Mmm, seltzer. It's good. Yeah, but I was yeah. always jealous of my friend Matt's three-in-one <laughs> tournament table. I wanted it so bad, but my mom. Uh, it was expensive. It was like two fifty. For that big cock yeah. but it was well built. Yeah, my friend, my friend Matt, and also had one, mm. and his brother, who I'm trying to think which one. I think Kevin is the one. So they had a little brother, mm-hmm. well, younger brother. We hung him little. You know how it came with two uh, two pool cues? Yeah. Uh, they only had one after a while. Yeah. Because the one, the poor brother, he, uh, it, uh, if you if you hit someone over the back with one of those pool cues, it will break. And Splinter, just like in the movies. <laughs> Only it hurts a lot more, I guess, mm. in real life than with... This is the same kid that we hit over the head with the cookie sheet when we were wrestling in the front yard. Mm. And their mom was so pissed because we dented her good cookie sheet. Wow. Not because we hit our, her youngest over the head with the cookie sheet, but we dented the good one. Can't dent the good one. Yeah. We uh, would also play... We had the Nerf uh, jousting set, which was actually a lot of fun. They were oh, like, is that the one where it would have like so the spinners in in the hilt? It wasn't a spinner. They just flipped, sp- they flipped spinner, in. But... So it had yeah. uh it, the the sword itself looked like a thicker version of the big foam cock that went in your uh, proton pack. You know that big yellow proton stream. Sure, that's what I always thought it reminded me of. <laughs> yeah. So this was like a thicker, sturdier version of that that would go in your your hilt, and that it had a handle, and then like around the handle was like a kind of a shield in the hilt, and then the shield had four uh, targets on it that flipped in. So if you could get all your, so you joust and you try and poke, you try and poke the fucking targets in on the on the shield. It was actually a lot of fun, and we'd devolve. You could whack the shit out of each other with it. Uh oh. Tremors? <laughs> no, it's it's happy screaming. It's all good. Oh, okay. You could whack the shit out of each other with these two, and it really not cause a whole lot of damage. So, um, yeah. my brother and I would play with this Nerf jousting set. I don't know why they still don't make it. It was a lot of fun. I don't know. You might get poked if you get, I guess, poked in the eye with it. It could, it could, yeah. it could hurt. Well, but... like fun noodles are the if you, if you need something to do while you're stuck, fun noodles. Just go get yourself a fun noodle, cut it in half, so you got two. And then you just beat the shit out of each other. What, like them. a pool noodle? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you call it fun noodle? It just, uh, it's like a brand. It's oh. like Kleenex. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's when what, that's at, what uh, was the was summer camp when I was on staff. We, everyone would have them. Yeah, right. Because that was like on break. Like 
you had to get out your aggression sometime. You can't punch anyone because, you know, you're a Boy Scout, so, you know, all this shit. So you just <laughs> go and just – you get a little session, just beat the shit out of each other with fun noodles for a while. It was well, a good time. That essentially what the, is what the sword was. It was just a, like a sturdier version. It didn't – it didn't. It was like mm-hmm. a pull noodle on a, on a, a, a Viagra. Oh, nice, you get a little piece of PVC, nice slide it in there. <laughs> or, or, and I, or it's like cork in your bat. If you don't like the person. Yeah. A little piece of NIP. Uh, that, so, uh, Hofbrau House, um, Brian, I guess got a, a sidebar question. He asked, what beer do I like from Hofbrau House? Their Hefeweizen is the best Hefeweizen on the planet. In fact, you crack it open and you smell it. it it's, it's so crisp and delicious. But I'm a fan of both the Hef original. I'm not the Hef. The, the Hofbrau original, just the Hofbrau House. Uh, I drank tons of the light. Uh, in um, uh, Germany, we were at the original Hofbrauhaus in Munich. And uh, we were also at the Hofbrauhaus tent in Oktoberfest, which was the most fun tent. If you go to Oktoberfest, go in Munich, go to the Hofbrauhaus tent for a good time. That was the, that's, it's fucking insane. People whipping pretzel pieces at each other. If you get up and cheers, you have to finish your whole liter in a chug. And if you don't, they'll boo you and whip pretzel pieces at your head. But they serve their Oktoberfest there, which it's really light. It's not dark like a typical, like, um, Marzen style beer. It's like a light kind of tannish and it is fucking delicious leaders of it uh when we were at the one in their original hot house in munich uh enchantress got i think the dunkel she got a dark beer and i've just got the regular but it is it is really good yeah hot house beers is, is delicious uh and if you're out if you're out looking for good beers that's a good those are good some good beers um <laughs> that's hysterical you should get video of that that'd be funny uh, so yeah, uh, the tournament table, another way you killed some time. Uh, also, um, one thing you should not do, my brother had, uh, the Nerf bow and arrow and I had the Nerf slingshot. Uh, mm-hmm. those are not indoor toys, kids. <laughs> uh, my mom. The Nerf slingshot was legit. Yeah. It shot like, like hard foam balls. Mm-hmm. And my brother had the bow, bow and arrow is pretty legit too. So it's just like, yeah, especially if you put put a nail or a tack at the end. <laughs> we put finishing nails in them. Uh, well, <laughs> just a little, just to feel a pinch. Uh, here's your next pick. <laughs> you don't have to play. You can pot this down after a little while. This is a long one. You probably don't have enough time to practice. You can have more time to practice your putting with the Potty Putter, the amazing new toilet time golf game that lets you practice your putting on the potty. Your Potty Putter comes with its own putting green made of the same professional carpet found in miniature golf courses. Now, practice your putting every time you take care of your other business. Just aim and shoot the ball into the cup. Just think, all that extra practice every time you visit the job. In no time, you'll shave strokes from your game. Just choke up on your putter and sink the ball over and over again. When you're bored in the bathroom, you rush, and that's unhealthy. But with the potty putter, you'll take the time to play with your putter. It's the most satisfying way to practice your game. Isn't you your get it? Play with your putter. Mm. It's in your window. 
Yeah. So this is about masturbating in the toilet. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't think that's a regular uh, thing. I want to update one of my picks, I guess, if that's where we're going. <laughs> no, this was um, pre thirteen. Is was the, the. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because um, otherwise, this would be never, one pick each. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's a long show. Um. Never had the potty putter, but I was looking for other awful golf gizmic gizmo and putting ads and all that shit. Yes, that's. Uh, I love the poopy emoji. Um, I, we had one. My grandparents had one. We, every, I would build. We'd build like these. When your pick said intro. golf, I didn't know you were talking about yeah. a toilet golf set. That's actually disgusting. Well, it's the only. No, I I never had it. Oh. I, I couldn't find another clip. I guess I could have pulled another Simpsons miniature golf one, but why not go with the poopy putter thing? You know. Mm. Oh, so that's not your pick. Massive. You, you didn't actually ever see one of these things, did you? No, no. I probably wouldn't I go in a bathroom if someone had one. We should get one for the bathroom Abs- in the garage. Absolutely not. That's not a bad idea. The bathroom's disgusting it's enough. Turf. <laughs> it's turf. Yeah, it's turf. You can you, you can have that, that old man come in and just hose it down each day. You can, <laughs> you can get him a little mower and he can cut it. Oh, man. Okay, what uh, what what but golf are you talking about? Intricate. We would build like these intricate miniature golf courses all throughout the house, because we had like this one putting green. It was like, it basically it was like the the set from Price Is Right, right. like the hole in one or two, and it was a real long one, and then just a little ramp to go up uh, to slow it down. Um, you'd have to go and like go and pick up your own ball. Not like one of those fancy ones that catches it and spits it back out at you. But we would work that into it. And then you would start in like upstairs or hell, even like the attic. And then just work your way throughout the house. uh, Building obstacles, going through every room in the house, inside, outside, uh, until... And then you just count strokes and see who could ever outdo each other. And then you try to just make the most complex, ridiculous shots that you can imagine. So uh, you have to <coughs> explain to the people that you are a uh, you come from a golf family. I do. Yeah, it skips every two generations. That'd be this one here. Um, I do not. My dad fun. didn't golf. So I, my I grandpa up, didn't golf. I grew up around it. I don't golf. Your, did your dad golf? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was good. So your dad really and your your uncle's his brother is a golf pro, right? Yeah. If my dad would have, you know, tried, probably would have been able to do it. But well, you, he didn't have that business sense. You have golfed, right? Thing. What, me? Yeah. I mean, have golf. You've you've played golf? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I worked at the golf course. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you have yeah. to play to work there. I don't know anything about oh, yeah. golf. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I played there as much as I my other job so you just you go around yell at some got old guys say hey go faster and then you go find a quiet place and hit a few balls i was terrible at it i enjoyed it but i was terrible at it i don't even like mini golf i'm but gonna I, I had i'm gonna let that out oh, there you're a monster i am a monster it's so fucking boring I, I had more fun but for me it was more the construction and the the design and the building and just getting creative and trying to you know 
find but ways to make do with what's I, around I the can, house. I can picture by the time Squeezer is perfected his his course, little Squeezer, and is ready to play. He's the quarantine's over, and you're you're allowed to go outside. <laughs> Come on, guys, let's play. Eh, we're gonna go outside. You shouldn't, yeah. have, you shouldn't have taken two weeks to build this. No. Yeah, it was like basically like a Rube Goldberg machine, but uh, for if you can make it in one putt, that that was my goal in the end. Try to get like through three floors of the house. Golf sticks. Jason's bringing See, up and- uh, a, a, something I said a few years ago. We were at our old building. <laughs> And they're talking about golfing. I'm like, I don't even have golf sticks. <laughs> Apparently, they're called clubs. I got an old set. I'm going to donate them. They're just collecting dust. Home defense. No, I got my machete for that. <laughs> and various traps. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I don't have any traps that Yeah. Yet. No, it's good. So you didn't go all out and uh, I feel like I, I'm I'm kind of lame here with my doing this shit at home by myself. What? Golf? I don't know. I had yeah. an older brother. You didn't. Oh, that's true. I had to entertain myself. I played with dominoes and I built golf courses. Well, okay. I mm-hmm. gave you the pool table. That is one thing I put in my friend. My next one is lame, so don't worry. Oh, good. That makes me feel better. Yeah, and it was I did it starting by myself. Second, I'm starting to second guess my my awesome. Oh, my my third one isn't exactly great. It was more of a little. Hey, here's a. Oh God, I suck. You are a sweet, I handsome, am the least interesting person that you ever want to hang out with. Boy, and it made me. you the person you are today, who's just That's that sweet, true. handsome, soon to be drawn as a tiger. Golf. Yeah, it sounds like something stuck in your throat. What's that from? <laughs> That's uh, is that Caddyshack too? The lawyer, <clears throat> Randy Quaid. Um, I think it's Caddyshack too. Did you ever putt with a wedgie? Oh, all the pros are doing it. <laughs> Great movie, Caddyshack too, kids. All right, here is my next pick. Uh, and Squeezer, entertain the fans while I grab something. All right. Oh, Carlin hated golf. Are up to. Introducing the WWF Wrestling Buddy. Wrestling Buddies from Tonka. Tonka. Bop them. Wrestling Buddies are looking for action. Hey, fellas, what's going on? Nothing, Dad. Rock, yeah. Who do you think you are? Dad, Hulk Hogan. Wrestling Buddies want to be your buddy. Henry, what's going on up there? Nothing, dear. WWF Wrestling Buddies, new from Tonka. He sold separately. No one has Ferris. Ah, yes, we all have. Eric and RK. <laughs> I loved my WWF wrestling buddies. This is a classic wrestling buddy, the Million Dollar Man. Uh, this is a new Dead Man buddy from Toy Snobs. Uh, that's almost identical to the old ones. He just doesn't have the nose sewn on, so you can't you can't rake the nose. <laughs> Uh, you taking a picture of me with my wrestling buddies? Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, you want me to pose with both? Should I get Lex out too? Hold on. Oh yeah. I have a WCW version. Uh, Lex Luger, the total package here under my desk. Get million dollar man up here. Ah. 
This is my office at work. Everybody. There's a better picture. Oh, <laughs> uh, we have fun. Ah. So I had Hulk Hogan and Macho King uh, as a kid. And um, I also had a Incredible Hulk. Uh, Tonka made Marvel versions of these. And I had an Incredible Hulk. And um, I would set up a ring in my downstairs. So I'd use pillows to block out the ring and set up a ring. Because you, you need turnbuckles to go off the turnbuckle. And that was the two sides. Sure. Of, those are the two edges of the couch. And so the couch was against the wall. And then... There was uh, the mantle that had – it was like a brick that had our coal stove on it. And then in this corner was the record player and the, the stereo system, like the the rack system that everyone had growing up. And our, our bookshelf with our encyclopedias. Uh, then on the other side of the, the coal stove was the television. So I would play – like wrestling would be on it, like a wrestling tape would be on while I was wrestling – uh, and, and uh, the good thing about downstairs with the stereo, when I would record wrestling theme songs, I could play the thing or, or when I, like the one tape, the one piece of merch my dad would let me get from the ag hall events was they sold the, the tapes with the wrestlers themes on them. Um, <laughs> squeezer, squeezer memory when you put shaker cheese on the plate at pizza hut and ate it with your finger while you were waiting for your pizza. Uh, yeah. He's a sweet boy. It's it's an appetizer. <laughs> it is an appetizer. Once you eat, they want to put it out there. It's a cheese plate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I would uh, set up full-on wrestling matches, and and um, I I just wanted I just wished I had long hair like Shawn Michaels. So, but you'd wet it down. You got to wet your hair down. I would. I didn't put conditioner in it. I didn't know it, and I <laughs> used. <laughs> Uh, my sister's clip-on earrings too, so I could have earring, uh, an earring like shot. I'd take them off right before you go in the match. I didn't have a sherry to hand them to. Yeah, they are giving me that look of judgment. I don't want to be judged. HBK, yeah. they all had them. It was the way to go. I, 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 I uh, often came down to HBK's music too. Just see so your dad walking. Dad walks in. You're standing there wearing earrings. At an earring, dad. Just one. Elaine, what the hell's in your ear? I'm being Shawn Michaels, Dad. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Super kick. Ta. <laughs> so I'd have rest. That that would be. And 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 my family, fucking, God love them, just left me the fuck alone when I was down there. I guess they thought it was for the best. Ryan's down there wrestling. Yeah. Just leave him alone. Yeah, they did the same with me. When they hear that, they. Just all right. Let him <laughs> just let him burn off that energy. So I was right next to the coal stove too. Yeah, yeah. So I'd my. Like, I don't know how how so many of us are alive. How many of us like had like most of our physical activity took place right next to either like the wood burning stove or the coal stove, mm. just like cast iron, steel, and brick. Mm -hmm. That's really hot. <laughs> yeah. So I would. Uh, I I wanted I, the the bed fucking ring they built in this with ropes but i had to use the couch's ropes off the ropes and then off the and then so we had stairs too so sometimes 
I will we'll go around the arenas, you know, the arena is the downstairs and climb the stairs. And one time I jumped off and really fucked up both my feet. <laughs> they hurt. How far did you go? I jumped from the top of the stairs. It was probably like 10 feet and I landed on oh, them. Yeah. Shit. Wasn't smart. And I was, it really hurt. I was, ooh, we're getting a call. Ooh. Uh, hello. Oh, I gotta make sure. I always forget to set the microphone up. Uh, there we go. How's it going? Who's on with us? Hey. Hey, it's Ferris. What's going on, guys? Hey, what's up? Hey, nothing much. Um, hey, I just wanted to, to call in, um, to kind of piggyback on what you were saying with the, uh, the wrestling buddies. Um, so I kind of made this comment yesterday in the chat. And, uh, so growing up as an only child, um, I have a, a half sister who's much older than me and she grew up on the West coast. So it was pretty much just me as a kid. And, um, so, you know, my, my parents realized really early on that I just loved, you know, playing with toys, action figures, whatever. Um, so, you know, fortunately for me, they were, they indulged me. And so they, they bought a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of toys for me. Um, so, you know, I had, I had, I had lots of different things. Um, but you know, for me then, uh, and still is, you know, Motu was kind of like my big thing. Um, and I know a lot of us, we all have our own kind of like niche things. And for whatever reason, like that just was one of the big ones for me and still is. Um, you know, like you, uh, RK, I know probably a lot of other people out there. Um, there was a period where I kind of went through a purge and, you know, got rid of all the stuff I'd been collecting since I was a kid up through high school. And I was still, you know, actively collecting uh, toys and action figures, comics, you know, whatever. Um, all the way up until high school, and then at a certain point in college, um, you know, I got rid of a lot of stuff. Um, but, you know, one of the things that amazes me uh, about both of you guys, and you especially, RK, is, you know, your recall memory. Um, I'm not able to recall <laughs> a lot of uh, events in my life very well. Uh, and, you know, years of consuming uh, alcohol and other things have only uh, further stifled that. Uh, but anyway, so, but one of the earliest memories I have um, – I think I probably would have been about three years old and uh, we were um, uh, on a flight. Uh, we were heading back to visit family in North Carolina. Uh, I think at the time we were living in Brockton, Massachusetts, outside of Boston. And uh, so again, I was about three and I had my, you know, OG He-Man uh, that I was carrying on the plane with me and I had him in a little you know, Ziploc sandwich bag. And so we had to go through the uh, security gate. And so um, they told me I had to, you know, put my, my He-Man in the, in the Ziploc baggie uh, on the conveyor to go through to scan it. And so I was just freaking out because I didn't, you know, my three-year-old mind, I thought that it was, the machine was going to eat it. I was going to lose it, you know. <laughs> right. um, so I just was, was freaking out about putting my He-Man through this thing. Of course, it went through and came out and it was fine. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I mean, you know, I don't have a lot of, of recall memories from my childhood. That was just one, for whatever reason, that's just extremely vivid to me. Uh, and it's, it's one of those, two that, you know, it's not like a flashbulb memory. It's not something where there's like a photograph to document that. It's not something I've heard from other people. Right. Um, you know, I just genuinely <laughs> remember that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think partly because of that, you know, it's just something that stuck with me. Um, and, you know, as a kid, uh, I just, I, I, I loved the artwork, especially, uh, you know, William George, uh, Bruce Tand even got his start doing, uh, some of the, the He-Man comics. Um, so just the, the aesthetic of it really, uh, appealed to me. Um, and just something too about like the scale of the figures, the vehicles, the play sets were amazing. Um, so yeah, now that, you know, I'm older and, and, um, you know, got a little bit of, you know, money to burn, 
Uh, that's one of the things that I've, I've tried to, you know, kind of recollect. Did you get uh, any of the some of that stuff? Did you get any of the Super Seven re-releases? On, they looked actually really good. Uh, no, I haven't. I'm actually I'm kind of holding out for the uh, the Mattel, uh, the new uh, uh, what is it? The, it's not the Legacy. Uh, the Origins. The Origins lines they're coming out with. Um, this is uh, where it's basically just like a more kind of modern, you know, sculpt. So it looks pretty true to the originals, just a more like updated sculpt, better articulation. Uh, better pain, that kind of thing. If you look, I, I'm holding up my uh, He-Man from Super Seven. They're like a dead on almost to the fig- original figures, and they even have the back artwork that looks like really, really good. Yeah, no, they do look great. Yeah, I just, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm. For me, I'm sticking with Mattel and seeing what they do with those. Um, and I know, you know, I haven't been able to get into collecting the classics. I just can't afford them because they're like 50 to like 200 bucks. Yeah, uh, I, I have, easily. I have, uh, uh, just one leech from the evil horde. Uh, let me reach up and get him. Everybody leech I got, and he's, he's pretty good. He's from 1984. Uh, and he's. Card's not too damaged and the bubble's pretty, it's not uncolored, but that's the only classic one I have. I have a few um, off carded from actually uh, that I had in my grandma's house that she gave me. Uh, Mantena's one of them, Modulock. Uh, I had a, a, the Evil Horde is when I got into it when they when they started making those figures because I had the Fright Zone yeah, playset. Sure. And because um, if you were born in like 82, like I was. Uh, that right. when you, you start collecting action figures, those were the hot ones to get. Um, uh, let's see, I don't know. I think I have Skeletor somewhere. The Skeletor, I have him somewhere on here. The Skeletor. Yeah, one of the, one of the ones that Super Seven came out with recently that I have been really tempted by though is they have the. Um, uh, it's the no same figures, uh, but it's the uh, the Japanese uh, box yeah. variant of them. Yeah. So it's like the front window box and Japanese. They, they just look sick. So just because that's something that you know I don't have representation of my collection, I'm kind of tempted by those. Yeah, they're, they're um, not too expensive the, either. Uh, the What's up? They're not too expensive either. They're like fifteen bucks. No, no, they're not bad. Yeah, yeah they're not bad. Um, and I've got a bunch of the Mega Constructs uh, ones as well, which those are becoming harder and harder to come by because oh, they yeah. don't really sell them in a lot of stores. They're in Walmart. Um, Freaking Walmart. <laughs> They, the, yeah, I mean, the ones that I have, uh, I got them all on clearance. So I got the uh, the Wind Raider, uh, and I've got you know some of the the multi packs of the figures that I got from Walmart. But uh, the last time that I bought those, I haven't seen any since, and that was probably I think last summer when I got them. So I haven't seen any since then, um, and I don't really see them in stores much anymore, at least around me. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, for me as a kid, that was just it was a big thing, just playing with toys. Uh, in my room and do that for hours and so i think you know because um i invested so much time in it, my parents were uh again fortunately willing to invest their money into buying me stuff so i would leave them the hell alone yeah it's uh, pretty much the reason we all got stuff yeah i spent my room for hours doing that um but i actually just just real quick um again because i am just such a big motu fan um i've actually for the last i don't know a couple years been kind of slowly developing um, kind of an idea for, for a story uh, that could be, I don't know, film adaptation, TV, whatever. So if you'll indulge me, uh, I've got a quick pitch I can give you guys. Yeah, pitch I'm it. Curious what, it is, what you guys think. Okay. Mm-hmm. So 
So, all right, here's, here's just kind of the meat potatoes kind of basic overall uh, uh, crux of the story, okay? So, um, uh, in this story, Randor is actually kind of the main um, antagonist, right? So, King Randor um, basically is, is he's somewhat mega maniacal. Um, he's also uh, a man who is in search of perfection. Uh, so, when his son, Prince Adam, is born, um, he is actually born, um, you know, essentially um, lame, right? So he is 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 physically handicapped. Um, he doesn't really have uh, good use of his legs. Um, he's just really sort of you know skinny, and scrawny. Um, doesn't really even be expected to to survive. So King Randor essentially, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, casts him aside, whatever. Um, so Man in Arms becomes his sort of like surrogate father. Uh, it kind of takes him under his wing. Because right. uh, Randor really just does the only thing to do with him. Um, so in this story, also um, Skeletor is actually the uh, the uh, illegitimate brother of King Randor. So knowing that because of his illegitimacy, he can never uh, stand at the throne. Um, he already kind of has you know some beef in Randor because of that. Um, also, at some point. Um, the woman that Skeletor had, had been involved with, um, after Randor takes uh, the throne, Randor basically uh, takes this woman to be his queen just right off of the Skeletor. So that sort of furthers the rift. Um, so um, realizing that you know, Skeletor is not going to be able to um, you know, ascend to the throne and, and, and have any claim to the kingdom, he goes out in search of, of his own dominion, his own land. And so he kind of travels to these outworlds uh, of Eternia, uh, and there he encounters uh, these men that were formerly uh, some of the elite soldiers um, of, of the kingdom that were you know, under Randor's um, leader, or leadership. And so, uh, again, Randor is just obsessed with, with power and, and perfection. And almost this sort of quasi, I don't know, almost Hitler-esque kind of thing where he's, he's trying to you know, create this, this sort of like perfect race, right? These superhumans. And so in his quest to do so, um, he um, has men-at-arms and others uh, start this program to basically enhance these soldiers, right? So, you know, these, these initial uh, experiments kind of go awry, and so that's where we get all of the evil henchmen, right? So there's essentially these, these genetic experiments that have, that have gone wrong. So you have, you know, like a... Um, you have Clawful, you have Trapjaw, you have all these guys, right, that essentially are the product of these, that explains uh, these horrible experiments. why they're all gone, the way they are. Right, right. Um, so anyway, so they essentially get cast out to this outworld. Skeletor finds them. He almost becomes a sort of messianic sort of figure where, um, you know, he takes pity on them uh, and he, he starts to, you know, kind of create his own faction with these, these uh, disenfranchised men, right? Um, so meanwhile, you know, Prince Adam, again, he's, he's very uh, limited physically, uh, he's extremely intelligent, and Man-at-Arms has, has taken him uh, under his wing, under his tutelage, um, and so, um, you know, he shows, he shows them uh, the archives, right, um, in, in the kingdom where they have uh, a bunch of these scrolls, uh, different kind of magical incantations, divination, uh, and he reads a lot of these, reads a lot of things about uh, technology, and so with um, Man-at-Arms, he starts to develop his own program where uh, again, he's, he's trying, they're trying to create essentially these like super soldiers, uh, but he kind of perfects the technology. And so that's where you get, you know, the, the heroic warriors, right? 
you get your, you know, your manual faces and your, you know, all these other guys uh, buzz off, whatever. Um, so uh, at, at some point too, the way that we did the connection between uh, Prince Adam um, and Cringer Battlecat. Um, so uh, one day, Prince Adam's out in some of the gardens uh, there in, in the kingdom, and he comes across uh, this blind tiger that's been left abandoned by his mother, right? Um, and so, um, you know, instantly he sort of forms this connection with his cat, and um, through one of these uh, these scrolls that he's read, he starts to be able to actually, you know, telepathically communicate with this tiger. And wow. so they form this, you know, really strong bond. Uh, and so... He doesn't talk. Uh, so anyway, so... Cringer's they go, scared. They go, this, they go on this quest. So uh, Cringer and Adam go on this quest. Uh, Adam is able to ride on Cringer, again, because he doesn't have very much use of his legs or his extremities. Um, so he goes on this quest because of um, this particular scroll that he, he discovered while in the archive. Um, that he thinks might lead to the Sword of Power. So he goes on this quest to find the Sword of Power, uh, you know, riding on Cringer, right? And of course he finds it and kind of goes from there. So basically it's a way of trying to explain the whole thing of, of you know, um, Adam and He-Man being very sort of different and distinctive uh, characters. Um, and then also trying to explain a little bit of, you know, the origins of, of like Skeletor, but also kind of like, Flipping some of the, the typical roles we associate with this character. So anyway, you, you know what you should pitch. you know what you should do. You're What's you're that? like a fantastic fucking artist. You should draw this as a as a book as a comic. Yeah, why not? I'll get do it. Yeah, if you do that, we'll we'll promote it. Hell yeah. Sweet. Well, uh, yeah, man. Thanks for letting me let me jump on and say that. That's just something I've I've had brewing for a little bit. So curious what you guys uh, think about it, and if you guys have, have comments or any feedback for me. Uh, let me know. It's just like we've been kicking around, and you know, at some point, I'd like to do something with it. But anyway, that's just all to say that you know, as a kid, like probably a lot of you, spend a lot of time, you know, just playing with all these things that um, uh, that we hold so dear and that we're such a treasure to us. So, anyways, I appreciate you guys uh, indulging me. I'm going to hop off. Oh yeah, man! Awesome story, and thanks for calling in. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right, Ferris. Later, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, he's he see that's the thing. He's talented, so he can actually do something something with that idea. Right. I do a podcast and I can't even talk. Um I have a uh Friday the thirteenth script. <laughs> yeah. Uh uh that's actually pretty decent. I have it's I, I wrote it as six comic books and um I, I was gonna work on it with my friend, but he has not drawn a single uh, uh frame of it, a single picture of it. So if anyone wants to work on a a, a book that uh, takes place on uh, June thirteenth, nineteen eighty six, let me know. That's it's called six thirteen eighty six. It's so it's, it's uh, uh, sorry I took a, I'd take a phone call uh, work called uh, apparently a uh, baseball team in Texas wants to know how to make television. I'm like <laughs> I can't help you. <laughs> yeah. We're the go-to guys, and uh, you want to start televising your baseball team. I Is guess. it the Astros? They know how to use cameras. <laughs> yeah, call the Astros. Yeah, they know how to use camera. Why call us? Uh, all right. So, wrestling buddy Squeezer, here is your third pick. I'm interested to hear what the hell you did with this. 
looks like something shaken with Play-Doh. It's new Make-A-Meal. Chef's oven, bakery, and rainbow pack each sold separately. My oven makes most anything from burgers you'll adore to chicken legs, steak and eggs, and veggies by the score. Bake a cake to decorate. I want cherry pie. Cut the crust. Fill it high. Ice cream for a treat. With Play-Doh you can make a meal impossible to beat. Chef's oven and bakery each sold separately. All right, so whoever can make the – if you say that you can make the stuff on the Play-Doh commercial look like they make it, you're full of shit. Yeah, they had fucking artists come in to make that shit. Yeah, come in. Everything's, like, layered and feathered nicely. Like, every, things are in multicolors. Like, if you yeah. have a carrot, it's right. like, just – No, can't happen. Shit. Yeah. It's not – I've even tried. Um, and, yeah, it doesn't work. I uh, doubt they're even making it with Play-Doh. Yeah. I, I tried making that they show you how to make corn on the cob, uh, like using like the tools, like roll it and then use the. It's impossible. It's impossible. Impossible. Um, we used to make our own though. This is one of my, like, this is an old memory, but we were, it was like a snowstorm we were trapped in. And Mama Squeezer said, let's make Play Doh. Um, all right. I, I honest, I, I think she was starting to like be tired of us and so just you, needed something. You made homemade Play Doh? Homemade Play-Doh. Now, did so you... I'm throwing this out there, too, as for anyone that's listening and you have nothing to do with your kids and you want to keep them busy, you can make Play-Doh. Are you foreshadowing that uh, with your the commercial that you ate this stuff after you made it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's edible. It's true. So all it is is you don't even need much. If you have cream of tartar, good for you. I guess you like... Uh, uh, meringue pies, but uh, there is a way to go without using it, I guess. But it helps to have it. Uh, so you just need flour, salt, water, vegetable oil, food coloring if you want to color it, and then cream of tartar, which is like this little powdery acid stuff that you use for like your, your grandmother probably has some. I don't. Uh, and then you just yeah, you mix that shit together and you roll it in the little balls and you get play doh. And then when you're done, you can eat it. And it's just like, it's it's like eat, eating the dough when you're like baking, but without the guilt of eating the raw egg. Mm. There's no raw egg in it, so you're just eating. You know, isn't it really salty? Flour, vegetable. It's very salty. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah, because it's it. So it's basically almost nearly a third salt. You know, it's like because it's like two cups flour to three quarters of a cup of salt. Wow. So yeah, it's good. It's that's, really good. It's how Homer. Play-Dohs, homemade Play-Dohs. It's how King Size Homer crossed the, crossed the threshold. Oh, you think it's a real donut. Homer, it says <laughs> non-toxic, and he's already eating it. Well, that's a plus. Yes. Towel rack. I have uh, my King Size Homer pop. It's oh, that's adorable. One of my favorite pops. I love King Size Homer. That might be my favorite Simpsons episode ever. Oh, all this work is I don't know. making I, me thirsty. I'll order a tab. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm kind of a snob. Like it's kind of like the the processed food of the of the toy world. Like I don't, I don't like store bought. I don't like store bought play doh. It doesn't taste the same. I'm a traditional. I like my homemade play doh, like a nice quality homemade red sauce. You know, mm. like Play-Doh brand name. It's like the ragu of the Play-Doh world. Well, you, you like know, Eric and, like, and if you got your grandma's put them in your dad's Play-Doh. spaghetti? 
Um, yeah, and she's just cooking it all day, just stirring it slowly. Uh, and then, you know, the, then your damn babysitter forgets her lucky hat and you got to go back and get it. <laughs> you know, I never fly without it. <laughs> uh, I got the, this uh, is the way. Yeah, I want that Hot Toys Mandalorian, the child. And I want to, I want to mold a squeezer face and put it on it. Out of Play-Doh. Out of Play-Doh. And then you can eat my, and then you can eat my face. This is the way. I, that's where we have to go back and watch. I only watched it once. Oh, that's not yeah, that's not a bad idea. Mandalorian. There's no any key. Um what so what did you then do with the play doh besides eat it? Was it well then I guess compatible you can, you can with the play it, sets it, it, or Yeah, yeah, no, it it worked pretty well. Uh it didn't have the same like shelf life as uh it hardened. the store bought stuff, as long as you took care of it. Uh, it would start to dry and crack a little bit more mm. <clears throat> faster, but it would last a while as long as, you know, you couldn't have it out too long, you know, and you just put it in a Ziploc baggie or something like that. But, mm. um, well, same thing. Like basically if we open up a thing of Play-Doh in our house right now, pretty much it's once and done because the colors get mixed in. Everything turns brown and they get pissed off because it's not green and orange anymore. And then it dries and crumbles. And then I have to soap up my carpet and let it soak in and then try to scrape it out and then hit it with the shampoo and then sun peas on the spot that I just shampooed. So uh, yeah. Ferris, Enchantress eats uncooked spaghetti and pasta as an adult now. She'll just munch on a box of it. Oh, I do all the, I do all the time. Really? Ugh. Yeah, as as it's boiling, yeah, so does... you just pop a couple pop a couple <laughs> almost like throwing in a wad of chew. You just throw a couple of elbow macaroni in your cheek and or like sunflower seeds. But you can eat the whole thing. You kind of suck them a little bit, you. and you soften up. You, you, you suck on them a little bit, and you soften them up a little bit. Oh. Yeah, and you kind of just roll one in, give them a little crunch. <laughs> oh man, there's nothing wrong with it. It's... I didn't say there was. I did not say. I, there made, was. I made macaroni. I made macaroni and cheese the other night. That's why I slept so well. Whew. Oh, zonk you right out. Right. <clears throat> um. All right. Shall we move on to my next? My next pick. Yeah, I think so. Everyone heard about me eating eating, uh, (laughs) Play-Doh. Here we go. Well, holy mania. Hold on to your seats, America. The Family Channel gives you a whole lot more with the complete Batman series. Batman! Batman! We'll drive you crazy. Super instant mesmerizer. It never fails. Okay, boys, carry him out. Of course, there's always that cold role of Mr. Freeze, created by several celebrated personalities, including film director Otto Preminger. Sorry, I can't take you all with me, ladies. This uh, was the 66 Batman series, and it was on the Family Channel, and they would have all day marathons. There's no better way to keep. Uh, a little Ryan and his friend Matt and probably my sister and brother in the house all day long than an all-day marathon of of Batman 66 on the Family Channel. Now, Squeezer, my boy. Yo. With a six-hour extended play VHS uh, and a mm. three-pack of them, you could record 
this whole thing and relive it over and over and over and over and over <laughs> and over and over. But then they would re replay different ones. And the the key to a all day family channel Batman marathon <clears throat> was those uh, randomly sprinkled in Batgirl episodes. So you would be paying you wouldn't be paying attention. You'd be like playing with your figures. Uh, playing with your your bed buddies, playing a board game, uh, and then like a Batgirl one would come on, and it was like, oh shit, that's Batgirl one. Uh, that they were special. Those episodes are special because they changed the mm -hmm. intro. They they drew her into the intro, and it was always like different villains that you wouldn't like. It, it wasn't the normal villains. They had like Egghead or King Tut. Uh, and Egghead was Vincent Price. I'm Egghead. Yes. Thank you for joining us, Batman. It's uh, excellent. <laughs> Uh, I gotta work on my Vincent Price. Uh, little cornerstone was that sold jerky chew. Like, oh yeah, yeah, they still sell that. Uh, they yeah. still sell that here. Yeah, you could get actually. Um, uh, what's that company? That's the big jerk beef jerky company. Jack Links. Jack Links. Yeah, Jack Links sells that jerky chew in cans now at the Sheets, Yins, Brian and Autumn. Sheets. I've been going to Sheets to get my monsters every day because Wawa's across the street. And I, I can't order food. If I'd order food at any of them, I'd be going to Wawa. But since I'm just getting monsters, it's uh, Sheets. No way. Uh, I, I want that. That's a great sound. That did that had a great score. It'd uh, be a good piece of vinyl to have that I don't have. Uh, but yeah, so uh, these marathons uh, would last all day. And I, man... Uh, you'd see in one day you'd see like three different people playing uh mr freeze like four different cat women <laughs> uh the they cycle it was always the same actors there's two riddlers frank gorshin and there was another one i forget the other one sucked frank gorshin was the best riddler and then um mm -hmm. there was always only one joker there was only one penguin uh and there was only one uh, egghead uh there was the mad hatter king tut um they really had a lot of good villains on the show. Uh, uh, oh, Wawa is the shit, Brian. It is awesome. There's no Wawa's out there by you yet? Because once you get one, you never go back. Mm -hmm. Sheets is Sheets has good variety. Like Sheets has a, a bigger variety of snacks to like get off and and like fried stuff that Wawa just doesn't have. But Wawa is oh. um they're so good. Wawa is I miss the it. Uh, they did show Batman on Nickelodeon at some point, I believe. Julie Newmar, Eartha Kitt, or Lee Merriweather? Uh, I would say, I think Lee Merriweather was the one in the movie, right? Who played Miss Catania. Catania, Catania, Carada from the Kremlin. <laughs> um, but I thought they were all good. Uh, Julie Newmar is probably the most famous one. Um, but yeah, all day Batman marathons were my shit. Uh, yeah, there's only a few sheets around here. Uh, one right, like if you go right down the street, there's a sheets, and then right across the street, there's a Wawa. That's life here in Pennsylvania. Uh, mm -hmm. All right, there's only like three sheets though, right, Squeezer? There's like 400 Wawas. There's a Wawa every block, pretty much. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 All right, here is Mr. Squeezer's next pick. You know, most exercise machines only work part of your body. 
To get a full workout, you'll have to use more than one machine, won't you? So you work the lower muscles on one machine and then the upper muscles on another. And guess what? It not only takes you twice as long, but it's not that effective in the first place at burning fat. Maximum fat burning takes place when you work all the muscles, but at the same time. And the Health Rider is the most effective way to do that. Health Rider. Yeah, this thing was a piece of crap. I think I talked about this before in the show, and it got me thinking because I'm stuck in here now and I'm trying to exercise a little bit, just getting there. Um, but in our house, growing up, we had a health rider. Do yourselves a favor and go watch this infomercial that I pulled this from. So there's this creepy Al Gore-looking guy that's there trying to sell you on this thing, and he's a health expert. Um, but it <laughs> like, opens up like because they're in a uh, like a barn. And, like, the idea is, like, the way you ride this thing, it's, it sounds like, riding like they're in a, a bull, kind of. What's that? It sounds like they're oh, in yeah, a barn. Yeah, they, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was, like, Tony Little was on board with thing. the Health Rider. When was that? Tony Little was on board with this. I'm Tony right Little! Start. Not at the start, no. But I think he took no. it over. He owns it now, um, actually. It's his now. Oh. I'm Tony uh, Little! Yeah, I guess they expanded and they make all kinds of shit now i look but like this was the Nicole thing bass <laughs> <laughs> you would sit on this thing and kind of just push your legs forward and pull the handles back and that's all you did was this back and forth motion and it was like kind of like a half rowing half leg press um and i've worked out on this thing and i'm granted now as a kid when i had it and i don't think i've ever broken a goddamn sweat on it uh I don't know if you can, like, get your heart rate above, like, 70 beats with this thing. Um, but my mom was obsessed with it. Like, she thought, oh, this is going to be the next big thing. And when you're stuck inside and you got to burn off some energy and calories and stuff, uh, yeah, we, we I would try using the Health Rider. And it was Billy unsuccessful, as you Little. can see. Hmm. It's all the Health Rider's fault. Who would win, Billy Blanks? I think Billy Blanks would wipe the floor with Tony Little, except Tony Little, I don't know. Tony Little might fucking be on the gas. <laughs> he looks it. <laughs> oh, the gazelle. This thing looks just that like the gazelle, was... wasn't it? No, no. This one you sat down on. Oh, okay. This one you sat down and, like, basically, you sat down and then you acted like you're that... Uh, pain the ass backseat driver sitting next to you that's trying to stomp on the brake pedal that's not there because <laughs> there's a car 100 yards away from you. He called ah, me this morning. Ah. Um, that's pretty much, yeah, that's that's the motion that you do. Just imagine someone that uh, pumps the brakes every time uh, you're driving. We had this. Watch this. This infomercial is good watching, though. There's a guy in like with the cowboy hat and pajamas like riding one of these things. We had this thing we got from, I remember we bought it from, uh, unclaimed freight back here and it, it's basically like a warehouse store that buys like liquidated shit kind of like ollie's or um like big lots or something like that and mm -hmm. it was it, so i wanted they have a nice selection oh yeah i wanted it so bad so they mainly sell furniture but they also sell whatever they get in stuff and it was uh uh like a, a fold out like like piece of plastic and you got these two booties that you put over your shoes and it's it's like you slide back and forth on it and I just wanted it so bad because <laughs> yes. I felt like it's like, oh, this is going to be so much fun. And we put we set that. It was like fucking 10 bucks. So my mom bought it for me. And we set it up and I fucking would slide on that thing. And I was having the time of my life on that. I don't think I, I was count sex. Everything like 
your metabolism is so high and you're so fucking crazy. Anything you do as a kid's basically exercise. So it's the one that it's almost like you're like skating in place. Yeah. Is it that when you're going left to right? Yep. 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 Yeah. 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 I would have hurt myself on that. It seems like you would have had some kind of, have to have some kind of like, uh, what, what's not, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like physical stamina, St- not stamina, just like your, your brain has to be connected to your feet. Oh yeah. I well, would think like coordination. That's the coordination. word. Thank you. Well, you know, my... Oh yeah. Nordic, Nordic track was huge for that. Those, that was like the brand name at the time. Like that was. You'd always see the Nordic track yeah. infomercials, all that shit. What is uh, what is the toy that the wee- Weeblos? Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. Those things that yeah, you couldn't yeah. knock over. Uh, I'm kind of like that. Yeah. In fact, it, it I think it annoys Enchantress how much dexterity I have. Like when crossing, like we did this zombie run where there was this like like tiny little rope bridge on like a log, and everyone's just like crawling across it. And I'm just like do 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 do. And I look back, and they're all like, what the fuck? So I had to keep going back and forth, helping people across it. But it's from a lifetime of playing hot lava. I was constantly, like, walking Mm. on, like, curbs and uh, parking curbs and everything, just, like, walking the tightrope. So I have have pretty tremendous balance. Uh, It's kind of scary. Um. (laughs) Yeah, we used to do that, too, Ferris. Like, at my grandparents' house, they had a treadmill. And we just, yeah, we'd launch stuff oh, off that's, of it. Oh, that's the most fun part of or, a treadmill. Yeah. Or you crank it up to full speed and you stand on the edges and jump on and try to catch try up to with run, it. Yeah, catch up with it. Um, you fall and you smack yeah. your chin on it. <laughs> you, you knock a tooth face. out. Yeah, You're having a time of your life. You're having yeah. fun. It's fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is a uh, Pretty good. If you got time, go watch this infomercial. It's enjoyable. All right. Well, we all have time, so everyone go watch. It'll be more fun than what we're watching tomorrow. I promise. (laughs) All right. Here is my next beat. Oh, it's already potted up. Get the class, son. School isn't a game. Cut the ropes, Smith. You think this is a game? No way. But this is. Blockbuster Video gives you more action. More challenges. The newest and hottest video games you crave. Someday you'll realize, young man, life is a challenge, not a game. Well, now it's both at Blockbuster Video, where the challenge never ends. I love commercials that undermine adults. They're my favorite kind. Uh, Mm -hmm. So one of the ways that... uh, my dad was always good that if he knew a snowstorm was coming, we'd go to Blockbuster. Blockbuster was, the, I think, the cheapest way to shut us up as kids. It's a so, good investment. So we'd go, and we were allowed to rent. Each rent one thing, whether it be a game or a tape. My sister would always rent the same stupid, like, hug-a-bunch fucking creepy live-action videotape, and we'd have to watch that. But uh, my brother and I would usually go get a Nintendo game. Um, and I remember one time... Uh, yeah, Blockbuster was expensive, but they did have a pretty good selection, and it was clo- it was really fucking close to our house. So that's what sold it for Jeffrey. So all right, everyone, get one. Uh, I'll go get something that your mother wants, and uh, we'll be back. And uh, let's go. So I rented. There's just one weekend where my brother and I both struck gold because there's a lot of times you can rent a Nintendo game and 
swing and a miss. Sometimes you didn't get the instruction booklet. Sometimes you did. Uh, but we rented uh, the Little Ninja Brothers and Micro Machines. And, this, it, and the problem is you have this for the weekend and that's it. You have nothing else. There's no taking it back. There's no, there's no, there, this is your rental. So if the game sucks, you're stuck with it for the weekend. Uh, but if it doesn't, you know, you got something good. So Little Ninja Brothers would go on to be one of our favorite things. We'd like, it, it was like a RPG of these two little brothers and like they eat sweet rolls for stuff. We'd like go on and like talk about this. My brother and I, we bonded over how good this game was uh, and talked about it constantly um, so we played that and then I, I like, guess I fell asleep while my brother was playing it. Yeah. That was my impression of my dad. It's kind of like Bruce Pritchard's impression of Ric Flair. Um, and it's not, I guess it's kind of how my dad sounds, but, uh, and then, um, uh, my brother, I woke up and my brother's playing micro machines and this, if, if anyone's ever played micro machines for NES, it is so much fucking fun. And I was like, Oh, I just want to play. But sometimes I just like watching my brother play Nintendo. We were up to like one in the morning that weekend, just playing these two games on that first night. And then we woke up the next morning and immediately started playing these two games anymore. It was the best way to ride out a snowstorm. You know, and then like by one, we put our snow suits on. We went out and got our Batman toboggan and went sledding for like three straight hours. I uh, didn't want to come in. Came in with a little hot cocoa, right back to Nintendo, Little Ninja Brothers, Micro Machines, Micro Machines, Little Ninja Brothers. And we didn't even have to go to church that weekend. So it was kind of a win-win. <laughs> Um. Yeah, uh, some of those obscure places that had the back porno sections were uh, uh, my, uh, my dad doing Joey's. <laughs> uh, uh, listen up, motherfuckers. Uh, Ryan. Uh, uh, if you um, yep. Uh, so Carol Baskin, she's a bitch, right? I don't know if that's the woman you told me was a bitch or it was some other woman. I don't know. Uh, right, right. We and stop being a stop being a retard. Uh, stop. I know you shouldn't use that word, but this is the '80s. You'd call me. <laughs> it was the '80s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, uh, Ryan, don't don't pet the tiger. It's gonna bite your head off. Uh, I don't want to have to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> Squeezer knows my dad, so. It's not far off. That's yeah, a lot loving. Sure. Yes. It's not uh, funny. Uh, Rain, uh, uh, your damn flight's down. All right, will you stop? <laughs> uh, yeah, some Sega games, we rented the tick over and over and over. I know one time I was sick. Yeah. Uh, my dad took me to the doctor. And then he took me home and he was going to work. But first he took me to Blockbuster to run a game. And I made the mistake of running Mortal Kombat, the original, for Game Boy. That was fun for about three seconds. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. Aladdin on Genesis was ours. Like we'd We probably rented it enough that we could have just bought the damn game. Yeah, that's what happened with a lot of these games. You rented them so much that it probably would have just been cheaper to buy them, but... That would have yeah. been an upfront cost. Your parents weren't willing to pay. They were willing to part with $4 <laughs> to let you rent it at that time. Not 60 to get it. Uh, get it then. Um, all right, Squeezer, we're on your last pick. You ready? Oh, yeah. Staying with the games. John Hancock. It's Herbie Hancock. <laughs> Prepare thyself well, Dragon Warrior. 
my most challenging quest ever awaits. Go with speed and go with patience. Seek out an arsenal, a dragon scale, a torch, and magic herbs. Use wisdom and cunning to choose that commands, for the Dragon Lord is a fierce rival. Horrible and treacherous minions all guard the evil one's island castle. Are they ready, young one? Yes, King Lauren. And so begins a new epic, Dragon Warrior. Nintendo, now you're playing with power. Dragon Warrior, I gotta look this up. Tell us about the game. Oh, series. you never played Dragon Warrior? No. It's It's a... It's a traditional uh, RPG. It's long. It is very long. Well, not nearly as long as its sequels. So the first Dragon Warrior, this guy right here. Was it Dragon Quest? This isn't my original one. This is Dragon Warrior. Hmm. It says Dragon Quest titled Dragon Warrior when initially localized to North America. Sure. <laughs> sure. Right? Yes. Don't confuse me. Don't use your logic words on me. I'm sorry. Squeeze is only allowed two beers a day, uh, Brad. So. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm down to allow it. It's for the best. Did uh, Mrs. Squeezer print you out a rationing card that you have to hand in when you get your beer? It's not a terrible idea. <laughs> I could just start hiding them down here. But then again, that's what my dad did, and that's just going to take me down a rabbit hole. I don't want to start <laughs> Just now. start putting beers in uh, Rubbermaid cases. Rubbermaid yeah, boxes. just a, a, a Rubbermaid bin in the back of your truck full of warm bush light, and you pull over on the side of the road, crack a beer real quick. That right there should have been a warning sign, I guess, folks. Um, whoa, you got Dragon Warrior free? Whoa. Nintendo That's Power. Awesome. Now you're playing with power. Wow. Um, I I sucked at these games back then. I didn't have like the patience for it, and, and I I wasn't smart, like because you had to read. Uh, oh, from what, what I'm reading, this was a Square Enix game that just like Final Fantasy was published in North America by Nintendo. That's probably why. So gotcha. it, it was a Nintendo okay. game. Yeah. Um. Well, they made like. How, how would they make? They made a shit ton of them. Not as many as, as Final Fantasy, um, but it was fun. It was a little more complicated, but they were long. Like not not like like Zelda could be long if you just get lost and you're just wandering around. But you should complete it in just a few hours. Was Final Fantasy like, long? These games can, uh, was it Final Fantasy long? I don't. I've never really played. I I was Dragon Warrior kid. Uh, Final Fantasy took. So far. I never I still really never like committed into Final Fantasy. Um. But you you could like you're talking maybe like and for an NES game you're talking like in the twenty something hours maybe for like the first one. Um. What's his name? Uh, what's the guy's name? The Mexican runner. He does speed runs for NES games. But even his, like, he, he has, like, uh, I'm, I'm going to pull this side up real quick. I had it somewhere over here. Pulling sides so, like, up dragging, with the rad years. The rad years. Uh, TheMexicanRunner.com. Hmm. He's got all his games, project that he's working on. Uh, I like these guys, this guy's videos. But they, uh, Dragon Warrior, f is that IV, so that's four. Look at me go. Yeah, that's four. Adrian's Revenge. hours into that one. Uh, Dragon Warrior 3, trip. 41 hours. Dragon Warrior 2, 38 hours. Um, yeah, these were long, long-ass games. And it was great for 
Like, if you knew, like, you were in for the weekend, and, like, I would just hunker down, like, one game, and it was all day. All day, and that's what I would play. And I'm still at that point. I only get, like, one or two games, like, a year, and I just commit to it, Look up, and I lock down. Look up Little Ninja Brothers. It's just, like, a fun little fucking Nintendo RPG. That was so much fun. There's a, there was a good time. Little Ninja Brothers. Uh, I'm, I'm looking up on his site right now. He's giving it... He, Gives it great reviews. It's got uh, 9.5 rating. Uh, he beat it in uh, 17 hours. Wow. Oh, so it's a long one. Yeah. We never beat it. We just always said it was like our first ever RPG, and we had so much fun with it. A lot of fun. All right. Uh, time for my last pick to tell you what else I did with that scolding hot coal stove. Here it is. Oh boy. Holy hysteric. Batman will be oh. back before you can back your No. It's the wrong clip. Here it is. The signal goes out. Crime is on the rise. Batman returns. Exploding with power. The bat ski boat thunders ahead, bolting onto land for a missile attack. Gonna fly! My dear penguin commandos, the time has come to punish Batman! Batman! Deep-dive Batman surfaces. Fire! Tearing into battle, Batman blasts his torpedo. Penguins all wet. Gotham City's greatest hero, Batman Returns. So I've talked about the Batman Returns figures on this show about a billion times, but man, they were some fucking fun figures. And Kenner did it right. They made so many of them, and I loved the Batman Returns line. So uh, basically, I didn't get the Wayne Manor playset or any of the playsets, for that matter. Uh, so my... Um, uh, coal stove and my the the so my coal stove was set up on this like brick mantle so it was bricks all the way down uh, from the ceiling and then like a, a, about a foot a layer of two bricks on the ground that the coal stove sat on and that connected to the chimney uh, so uh, this this provided a lot of area to like build worlds and build Gotham City penguins lair penguins commandos uh, the Joker from the toy biz line was also involved in this. And a lot of those Toy Biz figures would, uh, I had the Mr. Freeze, the Riddler, uh, I had Robin, and then I had the Robin from Batman Returns. So the Robin from the uh, Toy Biz just went out the window because that Robin from, uh, the Robin was me. I was Robin, <laughs> in my own fantasy, I was the Robin figure. A, because he had an R, and he looked so cool that Batman Returns Robin. He looked just like the Tim Drake from the comic books, which was my favorite Robin. And um, he, uh, he was me. So when I'd be the in fantasizing like what in, in my head what we were doing, I wasn't even Batman. I was just I was Robin. But uh I, I the deep dive Robin was uh oh do that commercial voice okay. No, let me sit, listen one more time. The signal goes out. The signal goes out. It's deep dive Batman. Fat penguin has his penguin commandos. He tries to take out Batman. But Batman's got a bigger cock this time. <laughs> Cannot be stopped. Batman returns from Ketter Toys, the greatest. <laughs> Sorry, I tried. Um, yeah, but those those Batman Return figures. So so this wasn't just something that took place uh, uh, normal hours, like during uh, marathons. If you're watching WrestleMania, 
you got your wrestling figures on on the, on the the coal stove. If you're doing playing watching Batman, you got your Batman figures, turtles, turtles figures, and then all the figures. This this coal stove mantle area was the area to play with action figures because you didn't have play sets. So, you know, where else are you gonna play? I mean, squeeze. you set your play sets up on the coal stove. <laughs> no, squeeze. I had the I had the ring, the retro ring, uh, like the Hasbro figures, but that was like. $12, so that was easy for my mom to buy. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Um, that's what we did when we were stuck inside up until the age of about 13. <laughs> and, and now through the our mid-30s. <laughs> uh, is there any... Uh, Joe, do you want to throw out any impressions to end the show? Do you want me to do anything? Uh, I, could, I could do a couple of squeezes. Do you have anything you want me to... Uh, I want uh, Game Boy Exotic again. Game Boy Exotic. <laughs> beep, boop, so beep, tough. boop, motherfucker. Captain Ann, watch the fuck out. That thing's coming right fucking for you. I'm going to make Captain Ann my next fucking husband. Now, Captain Ann, do you like games that are really long or really short? Oh, you like the long games? Well, you're gay. <laughs> That's obvious. There ain't no debating it now. That's a better character than the real Game Boy. Uh, my dad. Uh, so, uh, uh, Ryan, um, do you know uh, I inadvertently, uh, within my son was having an MRI, and I inadvertently uh, erased all the magnetic strips on my credit cards. He, so I had an MRI when I was a kid, and um, he went in with me, and he had his wallet. He took all his men off, but he forgot his wallet, so he erased all his credit cards. So every time we went to a store and he used his credit card, they had to input the numbers, and he had to tell the story how he inadvertently left his wallet in and uh, his son's MRI and wiped his credit cards. My dad uh, was a sweet man. He, I, I, so when you have your MRI, you have to stay up all night uh, so they could see your brain. I had like seizures, and they didn't know why. I don't have them anymore, so you don't have to be sad. Uh, so you had to stay up all night. So he'd stay up all night and watch, like, wait till your father gets home on fucking Cartoon Network with me. Uh, so I didn't fall asleep. Um, it is kind of, and if you, if you hear Bruce Pritchard's Ric Flair, it kind of sounds like that too. Uh, uh, Ryan, uh, I'm going to try and convince your mother, uh, to buy a 27 inch TV. That was a big screen TV back in the day, 27 inches. I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, well, when do you think we could? I already bought it. It's in the garage. But I'm trying to convince her to allow us to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the box. Don't tell her. He knew I was always excited about it. Hey, uh, wait do you see the new computer I bought. I told her it's for work. <laughs> it's in the computer room. Go check it out. <laughs> see what you could do on it. One time, my dad tried to put Net Nanny on the computer. I had it uh, cracked and, and put on his account. Uh, um, like in two days, he was so fucking pissed at me. Yes, uh, we'd watch USA up all night with Rhonda Shear up all night, uh, and then Silk Stockings. USA was the closest to uh, uh adult television you could get on basic cable. Mm-hmm. Rhonda Shear, yeah, yeah, she was definitely, and she was also um, she was on a couple WWF crossovers. She uh. The chat is like 30 seconds behind us. But, uh, yeah, she she was involved. I think she came out with Shawn Michaels, the H Heartbreak Kid. Um, so I, I, I also got 
three new uh, Hasbro guys, and I got them pretty cheap. So don't go buying my Hasbro figures on eBay right now, but they're cheap. I got the Natural Disasters, and I got um, Jim Danville Nineheart ah, coming. So um, I just got a shipment notice. I'm excited nice. for that. Give them a good fig bath when they come in, wash them up, put them <laughs> in the do Joe Exotic. Listen up, motherfuckers. We're going to be up all fucking night because Carol Baskin is a bitch and we need to fucking show her some sexy fucking videos that you're going to watch here on the USA fucking network to make her realize what a bitch she is. And then I'm going to take my TV remote and blow it the fuck up so that bitch, Carol Baskin, can't fucking take it from me. Oh, uh, man. I don't know. That made me lightheaded. <laughs> uh, you see, everybody, I am the most recognizable athlete in the world behind Muhammad Ali. And we're going to be up all night with the dream. That's the rose here. And I'm going to host up all night. We're going to see some titties. We're going to see some ass. And it's going to be a little covered, but you're going to get an impression of something sexy. And the American Dream, nothing more sexy than me. So watch up on that. With the American Dream, that's the rose. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> You're just... Uh, uh, I'm Ta letting you go. Tawny Katan. Joe Exotic is Gilbert Gottfried. You want me to do a Gilbert Gottfried? Why is it that? I don't know if I can... Why is it that? <laughs> Uh, why is it that? Uh, why am I the bird in a lot and lot? I can't. I can't do Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Joe Exotic. I don't know many Gilbert Godfrey jokes off the top of my head. Um, we didn't have a black box. My dad was a cable engineer, so we had free cable. Then he put a trap on the Playboy Channel, which was this like tube that connected to the RF coming into the house. And went into the, that fed the rest of the place. I figured out where the trap was and how to take it off. And I showed my brother. He forgot to put it back on one day and we got caught. Uh, Funk is your dad. Ryan, your flies down again, you stupid egg sucking dog. <laughs> the the uh, Terry Funk ones seem to get the biggest laugh out of you, Squeezer. Oh, they're enjoyable. Uh, all right. I think we've done enough. Um, enough damage for today. Yeah, we've done enough damage for today. All right. Let's uh, play the theme music. Oh, too loud. Ah! Too loud. There it is. Um, we'll be back tomorrow watching an episode of the Filmation Ghostbusters. And... Um, We'll be back Friday and watch uh, American Gladiators if I can find one on YouTube. But uh, join us tomorrow. Same rad time. Same rad motherfucking channel. I'm RK. Squeezer. We'll talk to you later, guys. <laughs>